to episode number 40, Line Up Basketball Podcast, of course, on uh, what's today, Thursday? Yeah, sounds about Thursday. right. Christmas Eve. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, I, don't Christmas know, Eve. I don't know how close, and this is a good good way to start. I like this. Uh, I don't know how close. I'm no surprised the dog has to go outside. Podcast well, starting. I can run through the intro, you know, by myself. You know, <laughs> uh, I don't know how close to Christmas we did an episode last year. Um, I know that. You know, the the bragging rights game last year was closer to Christmas. Yeah, the 21st. Um, it's usually when it's on. So we were a little annoyed that they lost that game, and now we're a little annoyed that they lost the Rutgers game. And we're annoyed that yesterday's first half was just pathetic. Yeah. And, uh, I don't want to – you know, they did win the game. I don't want to get too down on them. But uh, I I think there's a, li- or a little bit of a reason to be a little bit worried. Um, yeah. Definitely. They're, they seem to have these five-minute spurts where they're just really bad, five to ten minutes. And uh, Rutgers definitely took advantage of that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Penn State did too because yesterday they sure. came out with no energy. Well, Penn State couldn't miss either, but – Yeah, that, but, you know. It's a different story. The, so. the energy was lacking yesterday. Yeah. I'm just glad that the the first, the game before it was go went late, so I didn't have to watch that first four minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Illinois and Rutgers on Sunday, ninety-one eighty-eight. Illinois loses. They gave up fifty-four points in the Ouch. second half, which can't happen. Yeah, and they were really down. I mean, it was ninety-one eighty-five, and Grayson yeah. hit a three at the end, so it really wasn't even a three-point game. So, but yeah. Um, I I didn't think Illinois would win this game. Uh, sadly, uh, I didn't think the score was going to be this. Uh, I didn't think Illinois was going to give up fifty four in the second half. Of course, um, I had them losing seventy five sixty eight. You had Illinois winning this game in a defensive battle of sixty three to sixty. So um, I didn't know they don't play defense in the Big Ten anymore. I'd, apparently, everybody's taking you know, notes from Iowa. So you got to you got to score. It's like the first to like eighty now instead of the first to sixty. So. It's uh, different, that's for sure. Uh, player of the game, um, I I wrote down, does it have to be an Illini? Um, Ron Harper, Harper Jr. was really good, but I thought Jacob Young was really good for Rutgers and kind of was the catalyst behind that team being really good. Um, but I'm going to go with DeMonte uh, for Illinois. He was four for four on all three of the threes he took. Um he is – so after this game, I believe, he's 14 for 20 from three. And I don't think he took a three in the next game. So, DeMonte is shooting lights out from three. Um, kind of still needs to put the ball in more. I'm glad that he took four this game. Um, Illinois as a team only took 15, uh, only made nine. So, DeMonte made almost half of them. Uh, I felt like he played really good defense in the first half. He held Harper Jr. to six points. Um and uh, let's just get it out of the way. Uh, Mulcahy is a is a is a word that I'm not going to say, but uh, uh, I felt like uh, you know he kind of changed how the game was was done um, with this, and Demonte was kind of the on the losing end of it all. Um, my buddy Cody texted during the game and said, "This guy thinks he's Rodman. He's more like Madonna." So uh, that's kind of how I felt. Uh, also, he had apparently had a jump ball on Kofi where he basically grabbed Kofi, both of Kofi's arms. They're not going to call that. Tore him down. I, I mean, whatever. Uh, you know, he, and then he went over and talked to the refs about, you know, watch, watch this guy. Watch what he's going to do, blah, blah, blah. And then I never saw an angle where DeMonte went above the shoulders on that. Uh, I don't know what the refs saw. I don't know why they only showed the fans one angle. But – uh you know, it, 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 that that instance kind of changed the game. It gave Rutgers kind of a – I think it was a 10-2 run. Um, not blaming the refs, okay, everybody? Let's calm down. Refs, you know, refs suck sometimes. It is what it is. Um, but I felt like DeMonte's foul trouble kind of hurt in the second half, not being able to play as much. Um, and, and Harper went off for what he had in the second half, 20, 22 in the second half. So – um, but yeah, um, anyways, let's move on to the actual game. I just wanted to get yeah. that out of the way where it's over, it's done. And now we can talk more about the game. So, 
player of the game for you? I guess I have to go with Devontae. I mean, I don't really even – I don't even know anybody else that would be worthy. I mean, it was such a terrible performance in the second half. Yeah. And, uh, you know. I mean, Io I had a good game like Io always does, but I, maybe we just expect it out of him. I mean, 22 points. Yeah, you, you definitely know, 11 rebounds. He, he, he's always, he's always going to be there. So, um, my brother calls it the LeBron James effect is we, we just expect him to be good. So we don't ever give him player of the game, but, uh, I was yeah, the, uh, the Michael Jordan good. effect. Definitely. Um, so, <laughs> exactly. uh, well, we're in Illinois. I think it makes sense. You know, his son exactly. sucked for the Illini for a couple of years. So that's right. Yeah. That's that, right. um, you know, I, I am a little bit sick of the way that these games are being officiated. I mean, you cannot have a situation where Rutgers has taken 26 foul shots and Illinois has only taken 11. Yeah. We had that in the second half, in the middle of the second half. Those were the numbers. Right. Right before the fouling all happened. I think, I think Rutgers shot 10 after that when I don't think, I don't know how that's possible. I really don't. And yeah, it's not, I don't it's know. not the officials fault that Illinois lost. I mean, Illinois defense was horrendous. Yeah, they were bad. I, I thought they played good defense to start out the game. And then, I know they hit that. Like I said, they hit that lull where they just stopped doing things. So. Their first half was the best half that they've played against a good team this year. Yeah, uh, it was. It was better than the first half against Baylor. Yeah, you actually saw Kofi boxing out and getting defense. Yeah, Kofi was Kofi was boxing out. And I, it all I was disappeared shocked. In the second half. Yeah, and then it went away. Um, you know, Trent started off the game good, made a three to start. Uh, went three of six, so it seems like he, he's finding kind of his shot. Um, and, and I thought that he found it more in the Penn State game, but he didn't shoot that well in the Penn State game after I went and looked at stats. But uh, like I said, Illinois was 9-15 from three. I think they need to shoot more threes. Um, yeah. We've talked about this a lot. Uh, our our buddy over at Hoop, at Hoop Informatics said that Illinois is one of the best three-point shooting teams, um, but they shoot the least amount. Uh, 9 of 15 is so, a perfect example of that. Yeah. They only took 15. They made nine of them. So. Right, exactly. I mean, you shoot sixty percent from three, and you can't win a game. You shoot fifty for they shot fifty four percent from the field and can't win a game. That's that's embarrassing, I think. Yeah. But um, you know, Trent got a little loose with the ball again. Four turnovers. We, I've been talking him up. You know, he's been doing better better with the ball. I um, mean, he had like four games in a row, no turnovers. Had four this game. Io is when he he is coughing up the ball at an alarming rate, I think. Uh, he had four turnovers this game. Um, I, I'm sure we have written down what he had in Penn State, but I think it was like four in that. He, I, he's got to be averaging three and a half turnovers a game. Um, but uh, Trent had 19 points, so, I mean, good game. Uh, I thought what was weird is right, right off the bat, uh, Underwood brings in Georgie and Curbelo for Kofi and Io. Uh, what? What, I mean, I don't know what I missed or what happened, um, but how do you put your two All-American prospects on the bench at the same time? Uh, Rutgers went on a little 7-0 run. I, I don't know. It, it's mind-boggling to me what, you know, Underwood and his, you know, who he puts in at what times. I, I really don't understand it. Um, we've talked about it before, but. He was bad. It, it just makes no sense. It literally makes zero sense. That um, that could be the difference right there between Illinois being up, what, four at the half instead of like ten? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, Hawkins got a few minutes, uh, five minutes, I think. I thought he played okay defense against Johnson. I know you didn't think so, so much. Um, and then Hawkins doesn't touch the floor last night against Penn State. So, <laughs> I, I – Underwood being Underwood, and we'll get into Grandison a little bit more in the Penn State game. But uh, you know, Grandison plays three minutes this game, and uh, he it felt like he was in the whole game against Penn State. So if Grandison uh, does does something other than just stand there, I mean, I'm okay with him getting some minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I thought I did, he played well last night. I think he did too. But I wish Hutcherson was here. I don't know if he's. Yeah. he's I don't think he's going to play this year. I don't think. Yeah, I think he's. He might be. Which done. sucks um, because we were all over him in hockey. Yeah. And, and, you know, Bosman Verdonk, I don't know what's going on with him. He's not getting any time still. He's done. So, um, yeah, Flair, his uh, 
pinky toe keeps flaring up or whatever he's got going on. But, it's your fault for believing in him. We curse like everything. I, I know. That's what <laughs> exactly. Breakout players. Yeah. Like I pick yeah. Alan Griffin to break out what you thought, oh, everyone else is doing. Right. Why would you do it? Broke out lose. to Syracuse. Yeah. He sucks. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> um Georgie didn't play terrible. He is uh really bad on the defensive end right now. Um, but he was five of seven from the field for eleven points this game. Um, he did get called for a three-second lane violation while he had the ball, which is just – you can't do that kind of stuff. But, uh, but you know, Curbelo comes in and he just makes his team better. That's it. He did it again against Rutgers. Um, you know, he, he draws the defense, leaving Georgie wide open under the bucket or leaving Kofi wide open in the bucket. Um, he only got 16 minutes because he was in a lot of foul trouble this game. Uh, he he took one really bad shot and then made his fifth foul actually was like uh, man I'm mad I missed that and made just an absolutely terrible foul but man he like when he is on the court this team I'm they're just better I don't I don't know how to explain it maybe because because Underwood's offense doesn't that I mean that's all you can do is drive to the hoop um, other than that there's not a whole lot of offense ran so. Um, and, you know, we talked about the first half. Illinois, I thought, had a great first half. Um, they were up 11 at one time. For some reason, they don't get the kill shot and, you know, and put teams away. Uh, they, they kept Rutgers around at halftime. You know, Illinois was up 41-37. I text my brother, and I'm like, I like if I didn't see the score, I would have thought Illinois was up 10 because it felt like they dominated that first half. Um. And then you got into the second half, and and it just disappeared. Um, Miller, uh, who was just non-existent this game, got stripped right off the right off the bat. Um, he played twenty minutes, had zero points, zero rebounds, one assist, and a turnover. Uh, you can't have Miller doing that. You're not going to win games. That's all there is to it. Um, Kofi said after the game that. Uh, Quote, it's tough to be a freshman to play in this league. I witnessed that last year, both physically and mentally. So, uh, I mean, I get it, but but uh, Miller's going to have to figure it out. He played well last night. I mean, his defense was a lot better, but he, he looked lost in that Rutgers game. Um, and, and Underwood, I thought, kind of summed it up well for, for how he's playing and how most of the line I played – in that second half, uh, he said, the game finds effort. You can't cheat the game, and that's all you're doing when you don't play hard. So, um, Rutgers seemed to get every 50-50 ball, every bounce went their way, um, and, and they just kind of kind of took advantage of it. Um, and Illinois led most of the game. I, I think Rutgers didn't take the lead till 52-51, and then was kind of that, that incident – uh, with Mulcahy and, uh, you know, Io got called with like a hand check foul. Then he got called with the body on another drive to the lane. Um, but, you know, Dan Dockich Ash absolutely loved Mulcahy and, and whatever the heck he was doing down there. So, um, was Dockich still employed at ESPN? <laughs> I don't know. He's terrible. I, absolute I, worst. The, the announcer, like, I, I get it, you know, you talk a guy up because he's playing hard and you know, you like that, I guess. But I, I thought that it was not so much playing hard. It was whining like a little baby. So. Yeah. I'm okay with Mulcahy, I guess. I don't dislike him as much as some guys in the big 10. Uh, but Dockage is the type of guy that likes those little douchey players like Davison from, uh, from Wisconsin and those douche yeah. dirty players <laughs> that make, you know, stupid plays, actual flagrants, not someone hitting their own or hitting someone else's arm into the arm into face. face. Yeah. Actual yep. like flagrant fouls. Yeah. Um, Dockage loves those. And so you start to want, I mean, when, uh, you start to wonder, is this Brad not coaching? Is this the team not playing? Um, you know, you talked about the free throw differential, but Illinois over the last three games, um, before the Penn State game, 25 fouls, 27 fouls, 26 fouls. Um, in the Penn State game, I think they had 15. So is it is it refing? Is it 
the game getting called looser? I mean, did Illinois just all of a sudden they didn't foul? I, I find that hard to believe. But, again, I'm not blaming the refs. I, Illinois had a chance to put this game away. It was on them 100%. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Underwood said after the game, fouling is becoming a problem of epic concern. I agree. Um, with that. I'm just saying that starts with me because I, I don't know how to coach them how to not to foul. Apparently. Well, I, and that's the thing is like Underwood is supposed to be the defense coach, and and last night against Penn State, they couldn't play defense on a simple pick and roll. Yeah, especially in the first half, and yeah. uh, you know I I think that they're calling a lot of weak fouls on guards this year. Mm-hmm. Like Curbelo getting called for some weak stuff, and 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 hand checking was supposed to be a thing that was emphasized two three years ago, but to just all of a sudden once in a while you're going to call it, I think is a little, you know, it's either you got to you got to do it or you can't do it, you know. I got like I watched the Illini game, I watched the second half on DVR last night, and then I watched the NBA game. Mm-hmm. And the amount of fouls in the NBA games is ridiculous. Sure. It makes me appreciate college basketball a little bit more because <laughs> there's a whistle on like every possession in the NBA. Yeah. So yeah. if that ever happens in college basketball, what's this all been about? Yeah. I don't know if I even want to watch if it gets that bad. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, I did just, you know, you search around on hashtag line. I always find, I think, good stuff. But uh, Brian Glickman. I don't know if he listens to the pod, but if you do, um, at DMBryGuy7 on Twitter, um, he said, if I told you the line I had three players foul out and another two with four, how much would you wager one of those was Kofi? Kofi had one foul this game. And and why is Kofi on the bench so much? Is he that non – like, I know that when Miles Johnson came in, Kofi didn't seem to be able to do as much. But it, is he not that uh, physically fit to be able to play for, you know, 36 minutes, 37 minutes? Um, I mean, he play, had 33 minutes this game. He was 7 to 14 from the field. He, he was really good in the first half. Miles Johnson kind of got in his grill and made him look not as great. Um, but 17 points, 12 rebounds. I mean, another double-double for the guy. Uh and and like you said, he was boxing out to start the game. I like I hadn't seen Kofi box out all year, so all the last two years. So, um, um, he did say Kofi did say that uh, they punked us on the offensive glass in the second half. So uh, okay, <laughs> um, and then Illinois had no blocks. Rutgers had eight, which is just good, good, good. just mind boggling. I think then, he said that because. I think he said the offensive glass thing because it felt like Rutgers had a lot more than they did because they got points like every time. Right. They 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 capitalized on him. Um, Which Illinois yeah, never does, but you know whatever. Yeah, they did. They did against Penn State. I I feel. Um, well, Penn State when, when doesn't they really have any. Penn State has no good big men. They all sure. Yeah. Yep. And Harder was in in foul trouble. And he's not good anyway. So. Yeah. Um, Kofi makes him look like he's like my size. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and that's what, but Kofi's going to have to do that. I mean, and, and we talked about Miles Johnson being a problem in this game, and and Kofi going up against guys more his size, I guess. Um, he's got to get better at that. Miles Johnson and Jacob Young are two of the most important players on Rutgers. If you look at their game yesterday against Ohio State, they're winning by 10. Miles Johnson fouls out with 10 minutes left. Jacob Young gets hurt. They lose by 12. Yeah. So yep. those guys They're are important. Wrong. And yeah. they have Geo Baker and they have Ron Harper Jr. Yeah. And it kind of think it forced Harper Jr. into doing more than he could. But yeah, Jacob Young what is really good. Um and he's fun to watch too. So um Illinois getting in the foul trouble. They started running a zone. Um good call, Brad. Uh it was kind of like a two-three zone with Georgie kind of in the middle or brought up to the point. I don't know what exactly was going on, um, but I think Rutgers scored in like four possessions in a row. Uh, kept getting offensive rebounds during this because you know what's hard to do when you're running a zone: get rebounds, yep. box out. It's hard to find a body. So I don't know when you're when you're struggling on the on the 
defensive end rebounding, why you would go to the zone. I, I, you know, I guess it was foul trouble. What did we say? They had three guys with four and two guys foul out or whatever it was. Um, so I, I get that maybe you needed to do it, but man, it was, it was rough. Um, but uh, <clears throat> Illinois uh, scored 15 points in the first 13 minutes of the second half. Um, ended up being down 10 with 6.30 left. I don't know if you listened to the announcers last night no, at all. No, not really. They, so, like, when uh, Penn State was down 11, um, they kept saying, yeah, Rutgers was down 10 with three minutes left and came yeah, back and beat Illinois. I did Illinois. hear that once, and that was, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that came that's, from. That's not with that. I, I'm glad Robbie Hummel's really paying attention to what's going on in the Big <laughs> yeah. Team. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it, this is all defense. Illinois' defense uh, is just not good, um, and, and they're struggling. Uh, after the first five minutes in that Penn State game, they, they kind of figured it out, but um, Illinois was supposed to be all defense. That's, that's, that's what Illinois does, plays defense. That's what we've heard about for three years, um, and Rutgers has eight steals. Illinois has four steals. Illinois has 13 turnovers. Rutgers only has nine turnovers. I mean, it's not defense. Um, they're not playing defense. Um, yeah. And, and DeMonte is still having a hard time closing out on threes. I mean, Ron Harper Jr. gets the ball. You got to be in his grill. Um, and, and, and I think the game, it got within seven. And I believe DeMonte led a three in his face, gets shot. Harper, you know, did what Harper does. I mean, he's got a quick release, um, but it, it was just crazy to shoot that well. Um, they held Rutgers to 47%, which I know isn't great, but how do I don't understand how you shoot 54% from the field, 60% from three, and you hold the team to 46.8% and 40%, and you lose. 21 difference, 21 free throws. 20, that's true. That's a huge difference. Like that should never happen. Thirty-six to fifteen. That's ridiculous. Yep. Also, that's is all hope lost for the defensive efficiency stat? <laughs> because Illinois is seventh in the country in defensive efficiency. Ow! All hope is lost. I believe, I agree. Unless um, unless like, let's think like they're very efficient at giving up a lot of points. That's yep. that's pretty efficient. Yeah, but they're seventh in the country in defensive efficiency and has the metrics. Says that Illinois is the second best team in the country behind Baylor. So, wow, good job. He said the man Jonathan himself, Haslam, Haslam. What's his name? Eric Haslam. The man himself <laughs> said, Illinois, if they lost to Penn State uh, last night, would have been the analytical version of Purdue last year, which I don't think they are. But okay, they're close. let's not be. They let's kill be. teams. They kill top thirty teams. And then lose to really bad teams. Yeah, yeah. They're um, not that, but they're number two overall. So, like Purdue was top ten analytically last year. So. Yeah, and that's. I mean, you look at their losses. I mean, they lost to number two Baylor. They've lost to was number eleven Rutgers after the after Rutgers got the win, and number fourteen Missouri. So it's not like they're losing to name a bad team, DePaul. DePaul. <laughs> Paul's who undefeated. is back playing. They're, They're back playing. Yeah, one and oh, good for them. Um, Underwood, after the game, uh, you know, says typical what coaches say. Uh, life on the road in the Big Ten, quite the learning lesson today. We got taken behind the woodshed and whooped physically. I don't know if you can say that anymore. But. I don't really understand how that makes sense, though. Did they? <laughs> I mean. I don't know. I don't. Illinois got physical and got called for fouls. Fouls, right. Yep, I agree. Um, 36 to 15 like that it's unacceptable yeah and that's uh and he also said no one is going to go undefeated in big 10 play wow, uh, if if you're good enough to steal a road win great today we did not do that um and i'm just going to say this to all the Illini fans out there that are saying these aren't real road games they don't have fans you still got on a plane you flew to new jersey you played in a gym that you play in twice a year maybe once a year it's a road game regardless. it's a lot easier to not I'm have sorry. to travel it's a lot easier to not exactly have to wake up in your dorm room with your girlfriend next to you or whatever they okay. do <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so I, I, I'm just tired of, you know, road wins aren't road wins. They, there's, they still are. Yes. Would fans make a little bit of difference? Maybe, but Northwestern went to Indiana who had fans and beat them last night. So whatever. I don't know. Hoops are different. It doesn't matter. All about the hoops. They look different. The nets are different. Bother, that would bother me if the net the was cardboard shooting. cutouts are different. I yep. mean, you don't got you your got, boy John. You got a uh, Gandolfini from uh, Sopranos. I mean, yeah, exactly. You gotta watch out. Yeah. So yeah, Illinois five and three after this game. If five and three maybe doesn't look good, but the the three teams that yeah. beat them at the time were seventeen and zero. So I'd rather have three bad losses or three good losses than take like, it as you will. I'd rather be five and three with three good losses than like six and two with two bad, two losses. bad losses. I agree. Like if they lost to North Carolina A and T or Ohio mm-hmm. or you know insert other DePaul, DePaul. If they lost to DePaul, that would be. <laughs> they might as well shut the program now. If they lost to them. Uh, that's right. That's right. I mean Illinois is so good that they made Chicago State stop playing all the way. Basically, yeah. Set the they, tone. Had, they they had to quit. So, yeah, but yeah. Penn so State. that's the Rutgers game. Let's go on to Penn State in a W and a bounce back game where it looked like they were going to get killed <laughs> so, at first. Yeah, twenty three to eight, nineteen to four, twenty three to eight, nineteen to four. Yeah, and rough, then they went on. Start. What did they go on? Like a ten and one run, and then a nine zero run or something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Illinois wins this game, ninety eight to eighty one. Um, saw somewhere that this is the. Only the second or the first time since like 1971, somebody scored 98 points on the road or something in a Big Ten game. I don't know. That's a, that was out there somewhere. I didn't write it down. Maybe I just made it up. But anyways, uh, we both had Illinois winning this game. Uh, I had 85-73. You had 83-74. You know, I might have copied off you. Whatever. Um, you do it every time now, so that's well, fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, my player of the game is going to Io. Uh, like I said before, my brother thinks we give him the LeBron treatment. Michael um, Jordan treatment, yes. Definitely. Well, my brother's the a LeBron guy, so that's what oh, he's going to say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he definitely deserved this game. He took over in the second half. Uh, Kofi was really good in the first half, like really, really good. He's but, Shaq uh, now, apparently. That's what they're saying. Yeah. He's yeah. Shaq. Just, just like him. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Io, 37 minutes, 9-18 from the field, 2-5 of five from 3. I like seeing him getting up five threes. I think he needs to shoot the ball more um, from outside. Uh, six rebounds, five assists, two steals, one block, 30-point game. So, uh, four turnovers, like I mentioned before, inexcusable. Uh, he had one that was, I thought, pretty critical. Uh, at the end of the first half, like 40 seconds left, he's kind of on the breakaway, and I'm yelling at him to push it up the court, and then he just lets it go to whoever. And then, uh, and then Demonte played. I think it was no Frazier played pretty good defense on Jones after Illinois gave up an offensive rebound in the half. But uh, but yeah, I he just I I felt like went to a different level in the second half. Um, he was 10 of 11 from the free throw line. Curbelo was nine of nine from the free throw line. So um, I guess if you got it, the thing about Curbelo is like he gets to the rim, um, he's got to make free throw. So it's nice to see those two guys shot good, shot well at the line. Um, that's going to lift this team to win. So um, they were 23 of 28 from the free throw line. So they actually did get to the free throw line and uh, Penn State did not. I think Illinois was in the bonus with like 13:30 left in the second half. So, um, but yeah, they it was nice. Uh, I saw that uh, Io Io was the first player to post a 36 and five in a Big Ten road game since Malcolm Hill did in 2016. So, um, good job on you. First Illini player. I want to say first Big Ten player. Maybe not. Hasn't says, Garza done that like every game? I don't know. And then it says he's the first player to do it in regulation game since D'Angelo Russell from Ohio State, posting 33-7-6. There's no way Garza didn't do it last year. I, I disagree. Why would, why would they lie to me? Why would my stat people lie to me? I'll call them. I'll call them see what I can figure out. Go ahead. Uh, 
player of the game. Yeah, I also at Io, uh, <laughs> I think that he would have – he left uh, about six or eight points off. He could have had those. He had a lot of runners that he missed. He did. He missed nine shots. I bet three or four of those were ones that he usually makes. Uh, right. He would have had like 40. But, you know, he also stands up for Curbelo at the end when Penn State wanted to act like they're an actual respectable team. Uh, school. Yeah, that was after weird. Curbelo. I don't really see that much, but I like Io standing up for him. I do um, too. I think Io misinterpreted what happened. Yeah. I think Curbelo kind of overplayed what happened, and and Io turned around, saw him on the ground. Is what I think happened. Yeah. The reason I, why he would have got double technicals, um, and then the other guy got a technical. I don't. Whatever. Who was it? Miles Stred. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, good luck in the NBA. You're not making it there. Um, <laughs> so I think that uh, I don't know how Penn State's still a respectable school, like how they still exist. You know, you look at Sandusky. You look oh, at the fact man. that their uh, basketball coach got fired for saying racist things, as well mm-hmm. as probably being a douchebag in general. Uh, so I'm not sure how we still even have it. How has Penn State not been kicked out of the Big Ten? That's just me. That's just True. what I think. I don't know how they haven't True. been kicked out. Um, I think it's only fair they should be kicked out at some point. I mean, what are what are they giving to us? You know, football right. wise, very average. Nothing. Basketball wise, very average. Um, I think we have to have a serious discussion. Kick them out. Bring someone else in. Who are we bringing in? Well, um, you know, DePaul. They want in. Uh, let them in. Get some free wins for the basketball. I'm sure I'm glad they won this game because we were going to start a DePaul podcast if they didn't. Yeah. So Cincinnati can be in the Big Ten. A mess. In there. Sure. Um, sure. You know, I mean, I don't know why the hell we have teams way east anyway, like Maryland and Rutgers. I agree. State. Like, it's Get out of here. It's supposed to be a big Midwest deal. It was. And now and they wanted more teams. I'm cool with Rutgers being in because at least they have a respectable team and Maryland has as well. But, like, other East Coast teams, what have you done for us lately? Penn State hasn't made the tournament in, like, 40 years. It's actually, like, nine years, but whatever. <laughs> That's just Okay, me. you get that off your chest? We're Remember when now? they were number nine last year and Illinois smoked them in their own building? I yeah. do. So, I think Miles Dredge should take a step back and kind of think about what Io DeSumo has done single-handedly to his program in the last two years. That's just me. Let's go forward. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, first five minutes of this game were absolutely atrocious. Um, like you said, 19-4 start. Um, before a lot of people could even watch the game, um, I was trying to watch the updates on my phone and saw, like, Kofi turn the ball over, Io turn <laughs> the ball over, uh, Mile – uh, Miles, uh, Myron Jones, uh, couldn't miss a shot, shot one from like half court. And he came into this game shooting horribly. Yeah. I was watching the Fox sports app and I was thrilled to hear Robbie Hummel on the call. We all like him. Uh, definitely. I don't really, cause I feel like we trash every announcer. So I'm trying to think of one that we don't trash. Mm. Billis, like- Billis, we trash, but I like him still. Yeah. Remember that guy that was doing that one game? And I was like, who is this guy? He was really good. But it wasn't an Illinois game. I don't know what I messaged you. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. We'll what about uh, Lynn Elmore? He wasn't bad. He did the Illinois-Michigan game last year on Fox. Okay. He wasn't sure. bad. But other than that, I mean, I want to like Bardo because he went to Illinois. And I know that he's boys with one of the guys that maybe we'll be having on next month possibly. But, you know. Yeah. His his his, uh, his uh, announcing is not great. I think it's good for non-Illinois games, but I think in Illinois games, and I don't know if it's his fault. I think a lot of guys do this. They try to go out of their way to not sound like they're biased. Yeah, I mean, that, I, mean I don't know. Having whatever, anywho. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I Illinois. You know. Underwood was all about, hey, we're going to play this, you know, defense. That's all we're going to do is defense. Frazier had a big article uh, in the Herald Review about how the defense is going to get better. and You know, the the older guys stepping up and showing the younger guys how to be stronger and fight for balls. And then the first five minutes, it was like, what happened? Um, And then our boy Curbelo comes in and the game just changes. Uh, Kofi, you know, he starts getting to the hole. 
able to get it off to Kofi for some dunks. Uh, it just it's amazing that Curbelo just changes this game um, and, and what they do. And I, I keep saying it. I sound like a broken record probably. But uh, but uh, Curbelo ended up playing 27 minutes this game. Uh, Miller only had 18. So, uh, okay, we don't have to start him. It's fine. As long as you play him more, I don't care. Um, yeah, it's fine. Perfectly I mean, fine with it. I want Miller to be good so damn bad, but <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, you still think on. he's a one and done? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, and I know we had a comment earlier on Facebook, which I can't see now because I exited out of the chat and then went oh, back into job. it. But it said Miller sucks. I didn't get to wow. see who said that, but I, I mean, I Probably kind Joe of, Gima. I kind of, um, I kind of. Uh, I don't agree that he sucks. But, I don't agree he sucks. But um, uh, he hasn't been what we thought he may be. But remember, this is the Big Ten. Maybe it'll take him a little bit to get a rhythm going. I think that I agree. he's not – they're not really running any offense through him, and he's not getting a lot of opportunities to score a lot of points. But Right. Um, right. And he, he has a hard time finding his own shot. Um, and and that, nothing on him, but – like, cause I like him as a spot up shooter, like, like be more like Trent Frazier and just be ready to shoot. Um, he did get Miller did get to the hole one time last night. Uh, got an and one. I don't, did he make the free throw? No, he didn't make the free throw. Um, so I, I mean, he seems to be doing like, you could tell he was really bad at the beginning of this game. And then he jumped on the ground for a ball, which we haven't seen since, you know, he hurt his funny bone whatever game that was Duke. Ohio Duke. Duke yeah so um he did he did get more aggressive the defense like something seemed to just switch and the, the defense started actually playing they the team started playing yeah. harder this game it seemed like but uh I talked about Curbelo being nine for nine from the free throw line that's huge uh his shooting however three of ten from the field uh uh, not great. He's really good at those um, like Chris Paul. Did make a heck of it. Well, he also made that a layup, heck of a yeah. layup. That was yeah. unreal. Um, yeah. But but I you know I like that he penetrates. I feel like sometimes Corbello tries to get shots up that you know would be better off passing them. But uh, uh, Ben Darling in the YouTube chat says that he's given up on Miller. Given it's, up? It's on unfair. Can you imagine yeah. how good a de- how good an offense? centered around Curbelo Miller and possibly Kofi or Georgie could be next year. I agree. I mean, if I Iowa wasn't on this team, Curbelo would be running the show even more, even though he kind of already does offensively. He makes them go as a uh, will transition to Mr. Chester Frazier, former yeah. Uh, line Yeah, um, definitely. So, yeah, Curbe- uh, Chester Frazier tweeted out, uh, Curbelo makes the line I go. Um, so. Uh, no doubt about that. And, you know, Frazier would know. Uh, he was one of those firecrackers, I would call him, um, kind of like Felice. Uh, just when Curbelo gets in the game, the game changes, it seems like. Um, and, and, you know, I, I hate to just keep saying it, but Brad Underwood's terrible offense. Like, like let's, let's run the weave for, you know, 20 seconds and then try to get a shot up. Uh, it just doesn't work. Um, and Curbelo can actually penetrate and do things. I think that's why he he looks so much better than Miller right now is because Miller does have a hard time penetrating. Um, it, you never know what's going to happen um, when he does, which I guess I didn't expect that. But uh, I, you just got to think that people like players watching Curbelo – just have to think, man, it'd be nice to play for this guy. Uh, looking at you, Mac Etienne, uh, why would you not want to come play with a guard like this? But um, hopefully that'll help, you know, in the transfer portal and stuff down the road. But um, Curbelo is a complete game changer. Um, but Kofi, uh, we talked about a little bit, uh, what a first half he had. Um, eight for eight from the field, 16 points. Uh, into the game, 11 for 13, only played 27 minutes. So I, I'm still wondering, like there were times like five minutes went by and I'm like, where is Kofi at? Why is he not in the game? I think it's harder to play 35 plus minutes when you're seven foot 290. 
Yeah, true. Whatever. It's completely different than anybody else. But they really. talked up his conditioning so much. I just I'm sure he's in great shape, but do you wanna, you know, wear him, have out? him out there for that long and I don't know. I just feel like he's gotta play thirty minutes. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just maybe they're getting like, you know, for the stretch run of the Big Ten, he'll start playing thirty and then the tournament. Yeah. Which, you know, Illinois is going to make the tournament. I don't know if anybody was doubting that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Kofi was really smooth around the rim. Uh, I felt like, you know, he did He never looked out of control. He still puts the ball on the ground and lets guards slap it away from him. How many times which, did that happen last night though? Like once I saw it once. Uh, well, once before the game, before we could watch it. And then I think I saw two other times, but doesn't matter. His hands have gotten, his hands have gotten way better since the big 10 started. True. He's actually like, even though he probably should be dunking a lot of the ones that he just throws in there, he's been making his, his touch seems a little bit better. Yeah, I just feel like people are going to be able to catch on to that. Like, and I've said it before, like he just can't do it. Um, Did but he, he, he at all definitely in the last two games. Uh, I think he did once. I think I he did once. So that's good. Keep doing that a little more. Yeah. Help. Yep. I wonder so. if they're telling him to do that. Do you think Underwood's telling him to do that? No. Yeah, he's probably like, just throw it up there, see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Get and, Iowa shot after that. Yeah. And, and we, I talked about the pick and roll defense a little bit. Uh, Georgie was like and, – and I guess this is what annoys me when Kofi comes out is because Georgie's the one coming in and uh, playing off the pick and roll. And I don't know what Georgie has been taught or if he just doesn't listen or what, but he literally like the guard – the, the guy goes and sets the pick. The guard comes around. Georgie kind of just is like – and then he just goes back this way and just like, here you go, sir. Got the, got the whole lane. Go ahead and go make a layup. So, um, just kind of kind of bad. Um, so, uh, Frazier, I, I, you know, I, I felt like his defense struggled a little bit. I really thought he shot better than this, but he was 2 of 7 from the field, 1 of 5 from 3, but – Keep shooting threes. I'm okay with you shooting five threes a game. They missed um, a lot of open threes in the second half. They did. Um, and, and Illinois shot 16 threes. Uh, they made five of them. So, it is what it is. Start uh, shooting like 22 a game I, at least. That's what I'd love to. I'd love to see them shoot They're going to need to do that against Iowa. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, you know, Illinois started off down 14, 15, whatever it was. Uh, got it within seven at the under eight time timeout. Um, and then Curbelo turned the ball over, which I mean, he's still doing that, but I mean, so is everybody else. So I, if the freshman's doing it, I'm okay with it. Um, led, let it out to a Penn state three. Um, and then uh, Frazier ended up hitting a three to, to, for Illinois to take the lead at the three thirty mark. So um, his one that he made, and then he was on the line. I don't even know how they overruled that, but uh but yeah, like you said, Illinois went on a 10-0 run and a 9-0 run, um, and and you know tied the game up at half, which is was pretty impressive considering the way that it started. I mean, uh, I think Penn State shot 64% from the field in the first half, and they started off like 80%. Um, but Illinois still shooting the ball. I think they were 57% in the first half. So. Um, but the big news is uh, good minutes from Jacob Grandison, I think. I, 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 you know, if it wasn't for us dissing Io and giving him the Michael Jordan treatment all these games, I probably would have gave it to Grandison. Um, played 15 minutes, which I don't – this is what I don't understand about Underwood. I don't know. Maybe Grandison had some good practices between the last game and this game, but you literally go from a guy playing three minutes – to a guy playing 15 minutes, and Coleman Hawkins played the last 30 set. Like, seriously, Underwood, nobody wants to go in for the last 30 seconds. I was one of those players. It's not fun. He's confusing The 30-30 is not fun. So, uh, but I don't know why this happened, but Granison made a nice three in the first half. Um, and then uh, on a free throw attempt late in the game – I guess not quite late in the game, but the game was tied at like 54. And I wrote down in my notes, Illinois needs to go on a run right here. Um, and Kofi got fouled, missed the free throw. Uh, 
and Grandison got the rebound. Then he got another one, a couple putbacks. Um, and, and really, I think he, he reminded me a lot of what uh, Griffin did last year, you know, going after balls. And I said that early in the season that Grandison reminded me of that guy. And then he kind of just disappeared. And I think that uh, at, they did interview Grandison afterwards and he, basically said that Underwood told me that I either need to start playing hard or I'm not playing. So Good. maybe, maybe he saw that he was, you know, playing harder or, you know, why he was in the game. So, well, but for, he had four offensive rebounds, which is, is good. Um, you know, had the most on the team. I think what Underwood does in between games, is he's probably sitting there thinking, you know, how can I confuse the other coaches? Well, mm-hmm. wait a second. The other coaches are thinking, hey, Grandis doesn't yeah. play very much. Interesting. Yeah. That's They're probably like, who's this guy? Oh, they probably don't even have him in their 15. notebook. <laughs> they don't even know what to do, who to match up against them, and boom, yeah, it works. Yeah. So, That's exactly what happens. But, yeah, when it, when it was tied at 54s, Illinois went on a little 8-0 run, and then they just kind of kept that lead. Um, and, and uh, you know, we talk about Curbelo and Penn State kind of ran this press. And Curbelo, I mean, he threw a great pass down to Io to completely break the press. Kind of got into a little running game. Uh, kind of, they call called it AAU ball, I think the announcer said. But it kind of got just a little back and forth, which, I mean, when you got a 10-point lead or whatever you have, we'll take that all day, you know, if, if Penn State's not going to play defense. So, um with four minutes left, Illinois had 56 points in the paint, which I thought was a really nice number. Um, and they, they were out uh, second chance pointing. Is that a word? I don't know. <laughs> um, but they had 19 while Penn State only had six. So basically a complete opposite of what you saw in the Rutgers game in the second half. So, um, And uh, their defense, I, it really started showing up. Um, I, I felt like – the defense definitely got better. The players played harder, it seemed like. Um, and they held uh, Penn State to no baskets in like the last three minutes and 30 seconds of the game. So, um, good job. Great game. Good job. Pat him on the back. Io, uh, like I said, it was weird what happened at the end, but I love seeing that from him. Um, I think that's huge uh, for – the younger guys, I, I don't really know. I mean, it's not like he threw punches or anything like that. So, um, we'll, we'll take it. But Was it actually 28-7 free throws? Uh, free throws were 28-7, to seven, yeah. That, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't yep. know why there's such big differences. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and Penn State, I think it was Penn State, like I said, Illinois was in the bonus uh, with 13 and a half minutes left in this, in the second half. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's the refs and who you got, or if Illinois actually just started playing better defense, moving their feet more. I don't get it, but uh, Hey, here's that stat that I talked about earlier. <laughs> Illinois 98 points for the most on a, on the road in regulation Big Ten game since the 103-87 win at Indiana in 1971. Well, here's a good thing. Good job, Illinois. We shouldn't be too worried about them being able to score. Score, I know. Three Big Ten games, 92 against Minnesota, Ugh. 88 against Rutgers, 98 against Penn State. Now, what happened to the Big Ten? Defense is something Illinois is going to have to get something figured out with because it's been bad. Yeah. Not according to Haslametrics, but whatever. Uh, let's go now. Indiana, Illinois, Saturday. I keep thinking today's Friday. Don't know why. Saturday at 3 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. I think this game is in Champaign, right? I don't even remember. I, think I believe so. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to do a watch party for this, but we'll be moving that watch party to January 2nd. We'll do one uh, the Saturday after this one for the Purdue – Illinois game uh, that it's a five o'clock game I think, uh, but Indiana is uh, five and three on the year. So they have the same record as Illinois, but their schedules have been a little bit different and their losses are a little bit different as well. But um, they're number forty-eight overall in Asymmetrics, which it's pretty high. I think that's worse than Penn State. Yeah, it's not good. I think they're better than Penn State, but whatever. Uh, they're seventy-sixth in offensive efficiency. They've been bad offensively. 
They've not scored very many points in games against teams that are – they had 44 points against Texas. So, <clears throat> they're uh, 21st in defensive efficiency. Just to line these up with Illinois, Illinois second overall, fifth in offensive efficiency, seventh in defensive efficiency, which whatever. Um, and uh, Penn State is fifth in the country in free throw attempts per game at 32. So, they'll be getting to the line. And that's pretty much every Big Ten game this year, right? So there you go. Uh, they're coming off a loss last night to Northwestern, which, you know, I think we've talked about this before. I'd rather play a team coming off of a win than a loss to Northwestern. Yeah, I agree. That's that's the only thing that I am not really sure about this is just after they lost. Ugh. We'll see. Uh, Chris Jackson me. Davis, who Dockage wouldn't shut up about, is a good player. Basically uh, the only guy they got, 20 if you ask Dockage, rebounds. Right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Sophomore stud. Uh, they got Armand Franklin averaging 12-5. and five. Uh, Then they got Race Thompson averaging 10. You look at their schedule across the board. They beat Tennessee Tech by 30. They beat Providence by 21. Uh, they only scored 44 points against Texas. Like I mentioned, they lost that game by uh, 22 points. Um, they lost – or they beat Stanford by 15 that was really the only good offensive game they've had against a bad or against a good team. Uh, they lost to Florida State in overtime by two. They beat North Alabama by uh, 35, and they beat Butler by eight. Butler's a little bit down this year. They've already lost a couple games. They lost to Southern Illinois. So uh, then they lost uh, Northwestern, uh, beat Indiana 74-67. So I don't know what the hell this Indiana team is. Yeah, and that's and I don't know what Northwestern is. I guess is the bigger thing on that. Apparently, uh, they're like the best team in the Big Ten. <laughs> Nobody expected this from them. So, especially uh, to, not only to start two and zero, but to do it against Michigan State and Indiana. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah, good. I think that this that this is a game where Kofi could just absolutely dominate. Um, well, the numbers and the you, size, yeah. You just yeah, you look at I mean, Trace Jackson Davis just doesn't seem to have the body. It surprises me he's two forty five, honestly. Um, but he just doesn't seem to have the body that would be able to compete with Kofi. So um I feel like these are games where, you know, Illinois should be able to pound it inside and, and take over. But they have a pretty experienced lineup. I mean, you look at Al Durham, a six four, one eighty five uh senior Running the point, they got Rob Fennessy, who's a 6'1", 187 junior. Armand Franklin, a 6'4", 195 sophomore. Race Thompson, a 6'8", 228 junior. And then Trace Jackson Davis, as you mentioned, 6'9", 245 sophomore. So, size-wise, Illinois, very good matchup here. I know you're facing like a wing-type forward like Thompson, who's 6'8", but, you know, they haven't had that many problems against teams like that this year. You look at Minnesota had that. Um, I mean, you know. Penn State kind of had that. So, yeah, yeah, this is a good matchup for Illinois, I think, uh, lineup-wise. Uh, Prediction-wise, what do you what do you got? Uh, I'm going to have Illinois winning this game. I can't remember. I had them losing to Indiana in my preseason thing, but I got confidence in this Illinois team now. You know, after the Rutgers lost, the way they picked it up in that Penn State game, I'm going to take Illinois winning this game 89-81. Uh, maybe they'll get to 100. I don't know because nobody plays defense. But. Yeah, I went with 86-81 Illinois. You copied me, whatever, not a big deal. Um, <laughs> so, I don't. I think it's time to start stringing some wins together. The last time they, they've they uh, won multiple games in a row was, you know, Wright, or not Wright State, uh, North Carolina A&T, Chicago State, and uh, Ohio. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of people were talking about if Illinois wants to – legit be a big 10 contender they're gonna have to go eight no over these next eight games which included penn state uh indiana um i believe they have northwestern in there Purdue. maybe not maybe they don't have to go eight no but you know nebraska seven and one would be good they pretty much um, play all the middle of the road right all the teams they teams. should beat and then um, they play ohio state michigan state iowa wisconsin all those teams right but yeah next eight games they should go at least six and two, you would think, which puts two. them at what? That's what eight, you're hoping for, huh? Eight and three in the Big Ten. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, that. yeah, they play Indiana, Purdue, Northwestern, which God only knows what Northwestern is. Northwestern's great. Days. Apparently. Uh, Maryland. Illinois almost lost Northwestern. Nebraska, Ohio State, um, who 
just beat Rutgers somehow. For reasons that Miles Johnson uh, and Jacob Young were <laughs> missing the last 10 yeah. minutes. And then they play Penn State again, and then they go into the gauntlet of Michigan State, Iowa, Indiana, Wisconsin. Good. Michigan. Let's go. So Bring it on. That's what it matters. Not scared of any of those teams. Nope. Um, and somebody told me to start an around the Big Ten segment. Uh, so I guess we'll talk about a couple things in the Big Ten. We've already touched on this slightly. Yeah, I just felt like we need to – like we, we just talk Illini basketball and we don't really talk about how the state of the Big Ten. Um, so I thought it would be a good idea. Yeah, uh, the Big Ten's the best conference in the country. The only team Obviously. that's remotely close is the Big 12. Uh, but Northwestern is on top of the Big Ten right now, 2-0. and Unbelievable. Big wins over Michigan State and Indiana now. And they beat the actual, Michigan State by what? 15? It wasn't close. And I know Izzo said that was the worst effort and game he's seen ever there. Yeah. So yeah. I can't imagine what practice was like for them after that. Yeah. Um, here's an interesting one. The Illini have played four total road games. Um, of course, only two of those have been in the Big Ten. But, I mean, five teams in the Big Ten have played two road games. Five teams have played one. And Iowa and Michigan have played none. So wow. how much do road games matter? I mean, we don't really know how much they matter this year. They matter Still somewhat. Matter. But, you know, yeah. Iowa and Michigan haven't even played a technical road game. Like, Iowa played in South Dakota against Gonzaga, but that's weird. So Illinois played four. So, I mean, hey, whatever. They played Baylor, uh, Duke, Missouri. Battle-tested. Wait, did they – I guess – did they count the Illinois-Missouri game as a neutral game? It can't be because that would be well. Yeah, was I do it. think they sold half the tickets to Illinois. Yeah, fans. Baylor was neutral. I forgot about that. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so seven ranked teams in the Big Ten right now. You have uh, three of them, or I guess four of them in the top twelve. I'm imagining Rutgers, and Michigan State won't be next week, but mm-hmm. uh, Iowa's number four, Wisconsin nine, Rutgers eleven, Michigan State twelve, Illinois eighteen, Michigan nineteen, twenty three, Ohio State. So. You look at it right now, Iowa should stay the same unless they find a way to lose to Minnesota tomorrow, which they won't. Uh, Wisconsin should be good, even though they play Michigan State. Who knows what happens in that game. Rutgers is going to fall. Michigan State's going to fall. I think Illinois moves up a couple spots if they beat Indiana. Not just yeah. because they beat Indiana, because of what other teams around them did. Um, Michigan, if they beat Nebraska, they'll probably move up a couple spots automatically. And then Ohio State will move up a couple spots because they beat Rutgers. So... I yeah. think all seven will still be in the top 25, um, but we'll see. So uh, there's a triple header tomorrow on Christmas Day. Good day of Big Ten basketball tomorrow. Wisconsin, Michigan State, Michigan, Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota. So three good games. Is Give there me, another uh, game? Why did I think there was one more? I thought there was four, but I only I think there is another one that I forgot to write here. Is there another one? I thought there were. I but... think there is. I don't. I think I forgot one. Um, Iowa, Minnesota, Michigan State, you have them. I think maybe Nebraska plays somebody. Yeah, Maryland, Was, Purdue. Oh, you have Nebraska. <laughs> quadruple Maryland, letter. Purdue. Quadruple header. Big day. That's what I meant to say, obviously. Is that one, do, do they usually play Big Ten games over Christmas? On no. Christmas? No. Gotcha. Uh, Illinois plays day after, so there you special go. Year. Slap in the face to the Illini, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're better than all of those teams. So Illinois uh, is going to have four Big Ten games played by Saturday, and like Wisconsin and Michigan have only played one, and Iowa. Right, there you go, boom. Uh, leading scorers in the Big Weird. Ten. Shocker, Garza's way ahead of everybody at 28.4. Marcus Carr is 23.9. Io and Ron Harper Jr. of 23.4. Leading rebounders, you have Trevion Williams at 9.7 for Purdue, Kofi at 9.3, Garza 9.1. Leaders and assists, you're not going to find an Illini on this list. Io has like, <laughs> I think Io's at like 5.3 yeah. or something. He's definitely at more than 3 or whatever he had last year. Yeah, Marcus Carr has 6, Jacob Young has 5.6, and somebody named Banton from Nebraska that I've never heard of has 5.5. D Banton? Why is there a D there? Does, does his brother play on the team? I just put that there because I, I wanted to remember something. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Well, 
We'll be back episode 41 probably. When are we going to do that? 28th. Because we have a week break. Illinois plays Saturday, and then they don't play again until Saturday. We could do it on like the 30th. Wednesday or whatever that is. I think it's Wednesday. Yeah, I think Wednesday would be right Somewhere in the middle, middle, yeah. Uh, All right, we'll do that, and then we'll have a watch party January 2nd against Purdue. So there you go. Episode 41 coming your way uh, next uh, week at some point to talk about this game. Hopefully they won this game. If they didn't, meltdown city because they can't find a way to win more than one game in a row. Yeah, it's going to be bad. All right, we'll see everybody next week, and that's that. And you can say whatever you want. You want to say anything? Go line eye. All right, there you go. Not a, not not have a You're happy. Probably holiday. gonna cut me off. Oh, and have a merry Christmas. I figured you'd say that, so I kind of gave you the stage. All right, <laughs> see you next week. <laughs>